0: Welcome to The Sweetest Little Life, where we are connecting the mind, body, and soul for women in business. This podcast is all about releasing the light in you and becoming the divine inner goddess that you were destined to be. I'm Courtney Hanson, and I'm your host, author, influencer, and coach, and I am so excited to hang with you for the next 30 minutes. So sit back, relax, and let's dive in. Today on the show, we have Kelsey of Bravely You Coaching, and we are really talking about how to set up your life for success, how to change your mindset, and we also dive into if you're a mama and you're just feeling the overwhelm of COVID and staying home, just some tips for some balance and getting intentional versus being in that hustle, overload, overwhelm mindset. So I don't want to spoil it too much. So without further ado, let's welcome Miss Kelsey. Kelsey, I am so excited to have you on the show today. How are you? Thank you. I am great.
1: Awesome. I'm so glad to get to
0: talk to you. Yes, I cannot wait for today's chat. So I always kick stuff off with just a little introduction about your journey and what got you to where you're at. And just if you could tell the audience who you are, what you do, where you came from, all the
1: things. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So I am Kelsey and I am actually a life and mindset coach for women entrepreneurs. And it's funny because I actually have a network marketing background. Um, so I've been an entrepreneur for close to eight years. Um, but I started in network marketing. (laughs) So that's kind of where I came from. Um, and I really love direct sales and built a six figure direct sales business. But in the process, I got really busy chasing all the things, all the goals, all the ranks and bonuses and cars and vacations. And I earned it all, but at a really big price. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I kind of really burnt myself out. And then also like, oh my gosh, it was, it's kind of hard to not get emotional because it was such a big thing for my family. It almost destroyed my marriage. Okay, so whenever I was really at the lowest point in my marriage and my family and realizing I have got to do something um, or something terrible is going to happen to my life here, it was sort of like that wake-up moment where I realized I had to make some changes. So I stepped back from my network marketing business and really just looked at... What do I want this life to look like? Do I want it to be hustle all the time? Is it really worth you know, what I'm sacrificing? Is there a way to do this at a balanced way? So I took some time and I stepped back and really looked at what I wanted, what felt the most true and aligned to me. And through doing that, I realized that the part I loved the most about network marketing was actually the one-on-one connection with the people on my team. And I loved coaching them, ironically enough, on how to build their life and their business. And so I was like, oh, my gosh, I know how to do this. This is what I'm teaching people on my team. So I have to figure out, like, to really get smart and implementing it myself. So I hired a life coach. That was my first experience in the coaching world. And I fell in love. I was like, oh, my gosh, I did not ever know all of these things about my brain things I was thinking, patterns, limiting beliefs, things that I had. And so it was really eye-opening for me. And that was kind of the catalyst that took me into realizing I want to do this. I want to help women in the same way. So I actually became a certified life and mindset coach and kind of stepped away from network marketing. And... decided, you know, like, okay, I'm going to go really into this full time and do what I know I love to do, which is helping women, um, really get rid of the overwhelm and the stress and Mm -hmm. build a life that they love and that it's possible to build a business and a life simultaneously without one sacrificing and one thriving, So that's kind of how I got here. Um, And I absolutely love getting to help women every single week. It's all I do is coach women. So I love it.
0: Uh, that is amazing. And I love that you started off with network marketing, because I think so many people in the audience can relate to that or are currently doing that. Um, I failed so badly at network marketing. I was like <laughs> the type of person that you would ask and I would say yes, just because I felt I couldn't say no to you. Yeah. And so I I think I, I did Arbonne. I did Monet. I did um, Beachbody. I did all the things. Yeah. um, I did Mona V like way back in the day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, and uh, each one of them, I think I got maybe one person to sign up and I was like, yeah, I'm on my way to Cabo. You know, it was a a hot mess. So (laughs) I can relate to that on so many levels, but that's amazing that you were successful at it because the coaching part is amazing for being able to work with women and really connect with them and align with their purpose and what they want for their lives.
1: Yeah, it's huge. Um, And I, I really love that connection because... We, you know, but especially moms, I think so many moms are women entrepreneurs, a lot of who start out in network marketing. And so it's sort of like realizing, wow, I can really make an impact on other people. I think sometimes that's the first taste of realizing I'm really capable of anything I put my mind to. (laughs) Yeah. we just got to find the thing that's, that's there for us. That's our specific purpose.
0: Exactly. So I would like to talk about some mindset techniques today during coaching, because I think, and I love that you said limiting beliefs, because that's something I preach like Mm -hmm. night and day, because we are instilled with these beliefs young age of, Mm -hmm. you know, this is right, this is wrong, this is who you are. And we really have to completely take that apart like a puzzle and put it back together Mm -hmm. as adults. And so I'm sure you see this with your clients, because I think one of the number one things I see with my clients is that limiting belief structure of, well, I can't do that. Well, why can't you do that? Well, because it, I, I uh, uh, you know, and it's just, yeah. we put ourselves <laughs> in the
1: self-sabotage mode and it's like, no, you can't mm-hmm. do that. Yeah, absolutely. So it's funny that you bring that up because that's one of the things when I start off coaching. I always tell my clients the first time they say, I don't know, I'm like, I'm never going to let you leave it at that again, ever. (laughs) Like if you say, I don't know, or I don't know how, or I don't know why I do that. You're going to answer it. We're going to figure out why you're just getting stuck there because you will know. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to figure it out. And so they get to the point where they're like, I know I'm not supposed to say, I don't know, but I really think I don't know. And it's, so it's really interesting to dissect like our thought processes and realize that we are just believing stories (laughs) that are just thoughts. They're not actually even facts.
0: Yes. So (laughs) let's give the audience, this will be so fun. I think right now in the times we're in too, so powerful for absolutely anyone, no matter what your walk of life is on how to dismantle those limiting beliefs, how to move past them when you're feeling just in that paralyzed state of you know what you want you know the what but mm-hmm. you don't know the action steps on how to get there and you're feeling stuck yeah because I think I hear that a lot right now is I'm feeling stuck or I feel plateaued or well COVID happened and like COVID y- yes it happened but all of us have had to pivot period like we get creative and we move forward and that's just part of being an entrepreneur
1: yeah yeah that's so true I love it <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: Okay. So let's do, I, I love doing top three. So let's do three methods that you would give someone if I was your client and I was like, you know, Kelsey, I'm just so stuck right now. I feel so plateaued. COVID happened. My business tanked. I don't even know who I am anymore.
1: Ah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, honestly, so the first place I would probably start would be answering that question. I don't know who I am. <laughs> I would probably um have you go through a series of questions of really figuring out like what do I love? Um what do I need to do more of? What do I want to do more of or maybe what do I want to do less of? Um and really figuring out like when am I the most happy? When do I feel the most fulfilled? And going through just some self exploration questions like that because I find that whenever my clients are stuck, sometimes they're forcing themselves to keep doing something, you know, like for me, it was network marketing. I'm just like, okay, I'm successful at this, but is it really what I want to be doing? (laughs) And for me, it was figuring out, wait a second, what do I love the most about who I am and how I like to help people and how I want to make an impact or how I want my life to look. So answering questions like that were vital to discovering, hold on, maybe I need to pivot here. So sometimes really asking those self-explanatory questions, like really, um or self exploration questions really helps us see where we need to pivot and you know we we're all evolving all the time but i've really noticed that this past year with 2020 and so many people having completely different work circumstances where they're realizing wait maybe working from home is kind of nice maybe i should explore being an entrepreneur or maybe it's so nice to have all this extra time with my family and so it just kind of has caused some natural evolving because we're seeing you know, kind of, I think that's the main thing we learned (laughs) last year is to really pay attention and soak in all the things that are important to us. And so I think that asking questions like that really can be, um, you know, kind of a boost in figuring out, okay, how do I get unstuck and figuring out who you are first.
0: Mm, Yes. I love that. Do you do the wheel of life with your clients? I do. So that's one of the first things I do with my clients and it's always so fascinating to see. Mm where they think they're at, and then what the reality of the situation is. Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and
0: it's, um. I, I just love, like, being able to, like, actually put it on paper. I also start them out doing time management. So being able mm-hmm. to, um, like, literally document every second of your day and see where, you know, you're losing time. And I do this because when I worked with my coach first starting out, it was like, my God, I spend five hours of my day, like pacing my house, doing nothing and yeah. complaining about not having enough time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, yes. It's insanity where our time really, truly is spent. And very rarely is it on things that are aligning with our end goal, our in purpose. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay. So as far as mindset goes, we are all entering into a new year. Not much has changed since last year. And I know a lot of people kind of fell in, um. I don't want to say depression, it's a strong word, but kind of a depressed, anxious state about what the future holds, what their business holds. And I would love to touch base on simple shifts that you can make in your mindset
1: that are so, so life-changing. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Okay. So Um, One of the most powerful things, and I'm not sure if you've heard this before, I know everybody kind of has different techniques, but I was taught the model um, and that's taught through the life coach school. And basically it's looking at, we've got, we all have circumstances all the time. So circumstances are just a (laughs) fact, like I have a car, so it's a circumstance. And then We all have thoughts about our circumstances, either positive or negative. And then it creates this domino effect where suddenly our thought creates a feeling and our feelings inspire our actions. And then whatever action we take or don't take creates our results. Mm. So sometimes it's really powerful to look at What we call the unintentional model where it's looking at, okay, what is my brain offering up? What's the thought like that impulse thought or the knee jerk reaction, where we just kind of get into that habit and we just say it like, Oh, this day sucks. (laughs) You know, like, whatever it is, we just say it out loud, without even really thinking about it. And then looking at what is that thought producing. Um, how is it making me feel? How is it making me like, how is it showing up in the action that I'm taking? Or maybe I'm not taking any action and I'm just like binging on Netflix and scrolling on my phone, (laughs) you know, like we're not doing anything. Um, so it's really a fascinating process to look through what are my thoughts actually creating and then deciding, okay, if I don't like the result, what do I need to think in order to inspire the feeling or the action that I want, you know, that would create the result that I want. So we do, that's what I teach with my clients. We do an unintentional and an intentional where I
0: love that you point out the two different directions
1: because same thing. It just
0: reminds me of subconscious and conscious. Like we really do have those two directions and the chance to change whatever comes in our mind each day, which is so powerful that we have that choice. So we can notice like okay, this person said this, or I'm thinking this and I'm getting this body reaction and mm-hmm. you can stop it at that body reaction before we even have another
1: thought about it. But it's just that retraining. Yes. Yeah. It's time and a lot of love and grace. Right. Yeah. I always, uh, so I'm, I'm in Indiana and we get snow here. And so one of the things that I teach just because I grew up with getting lots of snow is that, you know, it's kind of like that beaten down pathway in the snow where it becomes the no brainer, even if it's not the shortest distance from A to B, it's beaten down and it's easy to take. So that's exactly what our brain does it takes that most efficient pathway. So then, whenever we realize, hold on, we're going three miles out of the way, when we could just make a straight line from here to there and we'd be there in like five minutes, <laughs> then we have to kind of shovel our way through all of the snow and create a new path. So it's not always the easiest, but the work that we put in is totally worth it because then we end up getting to our goal that much faster.
0: Yes. Oh, I love that analogy. That is like so perfectly, I've never heard it put like that. I love that. Yeah. I used to live in Indiana too.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Small world. I live in Anderson. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, we're su- we're more Southern. Oh, but okay. Yeah. Still get snow. Yeah.
0: Crazy. Um. So I love all these things. Okay. So I think we'll end off Cause I know that I'm just kind of trying to go on the questions that I hear from the audience the most. And I absolutely Mm -hmm. think that this one is so powerful. How do you work from home and create a space when you are a mother? How good is that? That's a good one, right? Yes. It's so
1: good. It's exactly, (laughs) it's exactly what I do. I know. So I think we all have to kind of figure out. So we're a little crazy. Everybody kind of freaks out when I tell them we have five kids And I actually homeschool them as well. (laughs) So we have really learned like what works and what doesn't. And I think, first of all, giving ourselves grace and space to figure out what works for my family and what doesn't. Um, And also knowing where our values sit and the boundaries we want to create around them. So For me, I, we have an office space that's connected to our garage. So it's literally, I can see my house, (laughs) but it's completely separated. So it's almost like I go to work Um, and we have um, a babysitter that we really love and trust took a little while to find, but we love her. And so she watches the kids while I am on coaching calls Um, and, but also to knowing this is dedicated, this time and space is dedicated to our family, um, to homeschool. I'm, I don't work on the weekends. I don't work past six thirty. um, really implementing boundaries that I never did whenever I was building network marketing and mm-hmm. understanding if I'm going to be an entrepreneur, it's not like I get to go to this, you know, commute to an office, leave my work there. And then home is, just home and family, especially so many of us working on our phones now, there's really no separation. <laughs> it's so tempting to want to work like 24 hours a day because it's just right there in our hands. So, being able to define the values that are most important to us and then build boundaries from those things um, helps us kind of stay firm in advance <laughs> so we can build a business, um, but no. Like, okay, this is where I draw the line. This is where my priorities stay balanced. Um, knowing that ahead of time has really helped me a lot and helped me be able to build a business and also homeschool for little children and raise a an adopted college student. So yes, I'm all speaking of homeschooling. Did we just hear the, the little crasher? <laughs> I have
0: three that I homeschool. Oh my gosh. I I love it. I'm right there with you. And it's definitely, I love that you said you take weekends off because that is something that really burnt me out super bad before, because it was like, I would do social media to keep in contact with people, but social Mm -hmm. media was also 80% of my job. And then it was like on the weekends, I would get so immersed in things and I would constantly be doing emails or responding to clients Mm -hmm. because I didn't want them to think that they didn't matter. But I had no boundaries. There was no personal space. My family was always last on my list. So I can relate to that on so many levels. And I think anyone who's really looking at themselves, honestly, as an entrepreneur can at some point in their lives say that they've done that
1: because you just
0: get so passionate about what you do and you forget, Mm -hmm. like you just think everything else is going to be there. And like time with, especially
1: to the mamas who are listening, like it goes fast. Yeah, it so does. And one it's, it's funny because I do, I coach women entrepreneurs. And so, so many of them say exactly that, that they have to like make themselves stop working because if you own a business, you probably really love what you do. Exactly, (laughs) It doesn't always feel like work. And so you do almost have to do the opposite where it's like, okay, I need to put my phone down. I need to walk away. Um, and sometimes that can be hard and it starts with little things. Like I leave my phone on the charger in my room out of sight when we're having intentional like dinner time, bedtime, family time. Um, but best for our family and also for our business, because if we work it all the time, eventually we're not going to be giving the same value. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna get tired or burnt out, or you know maybe not even inspired because we're just doing it all the time. So that rest is really important. It helps us fill back up our cup so we have something to pour out.
0: Oh, absolutely! I cannot agree with you more. And just having that R and feel like nailed it on the head when you said inspiration, because I feel like we almost get to a state of like autopilot Mm -hmm. when it's like, Oh, I'm going to respond to this person. And it's not personal. Like you're just sending the same thing to different people versus like really paying attention to what that person needs from you or what that business needs from you. And I love that when you have, I mean, I have a ton of clients and including myself, I, we have several you know, different things that we do. And so to keep that all in order, you know, with the batch scheduling and all that, it's so important to have that couple of days to mm-hmm. recharge, get center, get grounded and feel excited for work on Monday. And like you have so much to do versus feeling, oh my God, I have to go do this, this and <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like the, the attitude and the energy that is put forth that is just half the battle in general. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. Also hustle culture can be really toxic if we're not careful.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It really can. And it, I feel like it's also become, um, I don't want to say trendy, but trendy. Kind of like you know, a badge it, of honor,
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: it's become like a oh, you know, all the you know hashtag hustler or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be proud of being a hustler. Like, don't be a hustler. You're gonna get tired, yes. and you're gonna quit, and you're gonna fail. Like, don't be a hustler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. very intentional. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. This year, I started doing something a little different that I've actually I've always done batch scheduling. Um, but I started incorporating in, so, um, it's called pompado or something. I don't even know. I learned it now in NLP years ago. And Mm -hmm. I actually was like, you know what, I'm going to try this in my own life and see, you know, how it works. Cause I never teach anything unless I do it for me. And I'm like, yeah, this is like, this is money. Um, but it's picking one task. Um, so you have your to-do list or whatever your top three intentions that you're going to do for Mm -hmm. the day. Um, but picking one task and focusing, you set a timer for like 25 minutes and you only do that task. So nothing <laughs> else. So whether that's, that could be homeschool, that could be something for your business that could be emails, but it's like one specific thing. Yeah. So you do that for 25 minutes and then you take a 10 minute break and then you go pick your next task or you pick up where you left off on that certain task and you go back for 25 minutes and you do this for whatever your work day is, whatever, if you're you're mom in your homeschooling, whatever your homeschool day is. And for me, I wrote, Back and forth. So I'll do, you know, I have three kids, three very different grades. So I try and break it up so I can give each kid that one on one time. And then when it's time for my work, I do the same thing for my work. And it has been because I am total right brain, total mm-hmm. squirrely, creative <laughs> as they come. And so my brain will be like, doo, 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 doo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So staying on track and on focus is like, oh my gosh, my poor husband is probably like, oh my gosh, you're such a crackhead. Because I'm yeah. always doing like a hundred <laughs> things at one time thinking I'm being so productive. And I'm not. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I and love so that. I, <laughs> yeah, I think we, we can really get to that point of acknowledging like, Okay, like maybe multitasking is not the most successful way right. to go about
1: being productive. Yes, yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, we, I do that now too. Um, and I, I, am assuming it's similar to time blocking. Is kind of the same thing. That's in, in you know, I set aside a specific time, and then we'll have specific set- task that I'm doing at that time. Um, And so I think it's pretty much the same thing, but it's really, it's, it's so helpful to know exactly if you say you're going to work on your business from one to two, that you know what you're doing (laughs) and what you're focusing on.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And just getting hyper-focused with task and what that's gonna be and because we can all say we're gonna work and then we go on Instagram to respond to messages from clients and end up two hours later scrolling the gram
1: yes yeah and then wondering (laughs) how did I get here yeah what happened (laughs) it's my hour and it happens to the best of us
0: yes yeah it does oh well, you are absolutely amazing. I know a ton of people are going to want to reach out with you and just hear your expertise. Um, so where
1: can the audience connect and find you? Yeah. So I spend most of my time on Instagram. I really love that platform. <laughs> so um, you can find me on Instagram at bravely underscore you underscore coaching. Um, and then also my website is the same thing. Bravely you coach pretty simple. Um, and you can reach out either DM or click on the link and it'll connect you straight to me. So it's pretty simple. Beautiful. Well,
0: we will definitely all be in touch with you and then I will put all of Miss Kelsey's stuff on the show notes too. So you guys can just click the link and get there easy breezy. Well, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much for your time today. You are absolutely amazing and I love what you are doing in the world. So keep it up girl. Thank you so much. I feel the same about you. Oh, thank you. We will definitely chat soon. Okay. Bye. I hope you guys got so much out of today's episode. And I think one of the biggest takeaways that we can take from today and Kelsey is... Really, just getting intentional with what steps you're taking in your life and what is your goal? How are your actions aligning with that? And stepping into your purpose. I know it sounds really scary and big, but it can be something as simple as today you do one thing that aligns with what you're working for in your life, whether that's family, whether that's work, whatever your jam is, and whatever you are working towards, that whatever your actions are. doing are falling in line to make that dream happen. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and leave a comment of any questions you would like answered in future episodes. I am so excited to be involving everyone in the audience and answering your specific questions each episode with the guests that can answer it best. Love you guys all so much. Love and light.